Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lucy and I'm a personal trainer. And I'm Flora and I hate running. And welcome to Run the Track for all you runners out there. And all the people who hate running. Listen to us talk about our favourite tracks, play some of it to you. And generally just try to help you get to the end of a run without stopping. We're just going to quickly start off with a stretch. If you've laced your shoes up, we're going to go into the cat-cow. Coming down into a tabletop position on the floor. What if I'm outside and so I just get on my hands and knees yeah, I mean, in like a, a public park yeah. of the United Kingdom? So, yeah. Maybe I'll just go behind a tree or something. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Wrists beneath your shoulders and then your knees in line with your hips, sorry. Lucy's literally doing it. She commits to her craft. And first of all, you're just going to exhale and then just curl the spine up. So you're in that angry cat pose. And then inhale, and then you're curving your spine in the other way, so dipping down with your pelvis. Ooh. Okay, this is when the people in the park are going to be like, who's that girl behind the tree arching her back alone? <laughs> she's not even having sex with anyone. She's just on her own. So we're just going to do that a couple more times. So exhale, so curling angry cat. Inhale, move forward. Exhale. And last time. I think I've done this in yoga. Yeah, you would have. It's a cat-cow. Cat-cow, yeah. An angry cat. Yeah. Are you feeling more cat or cow today? The predictable answer would be like to say cow, but I'm mm. actually feeling cat. A minx? Yeah, there's like a minxy attitude in my brain. I don't think I look minxy, but I'm feeling a bit You coy. can't do. Really? Okay. So you think people should actually begin their run with a cat-cow? It's just a nice spine mobilising exercise because a lot of people obviously are working all day, sat down. It's quite nice to just like, mobilise the spine a bit, focus on the breath, which is so important, reset the brain and most of all just switch on that rational side of yourself and think, you know you should fucking do this run. Oh my God. is going to fucking improve your day. So we're getting into the angry cat position switch on the rational side of your brain. And I think listeners should also be allowed to maybe do that in the privacy of their own home. Yeah, I'd say. It's probably a bit safer. <laughs> Live it. Own it. So Lucy, we're back. Run the track series two. Did you believe it? We're it's back, babies. We haven't done a show for so long. I know. When was the last time? It was like summer. Summer and now it's winter. 
dark, cold winter. Bleak midwinter. The days last two hours? The days don't exist. Our malaise, our sadness exists, which is obviously the perfect time to start running. You know, when you're feeling down or you're feeling anxious and people say, oh, you should do a run. Yeah. I find that really annoying. But then when you actually do do the run, it does make you feel better. Yeah. Aerobic exercise, especially running, gives the most endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't kill their husbands. <laughs> Love that. Legally blonde reference. It does just make you feel really good and it increases productivity. Everyone felt low energy during lockdown. Oh, yeah. I saw a good tweet about it that was like, no one knows anything about the Spanish flu in like 1918 because it was so boring. Everyone was just like, don't talk about it. And I feel a bit like that's COVID. That's like, um, what was it? The, the dark... You know that like piece of time in history? The Dark Ages. The Dark Ages. <laughs> there, was, there were like no historical facts or information about it. And it's like it probably was another COVID. Like it was just true. Like, Is it not more that like Jesus hadn't it arrived? No. Oh, right. Okay. Sure. But yeah, the worst part is just putting on your outfit. Mm. Especially those leggings that are actually quite hard to get on. The other day, I realised I went on a run and I was wearing old leggings. And I realised when I got back that you could see my bum through the leggings. Oh, it's quite sad. <laughs> Wait, how, how graphically could you see the bum? The shadow of the crack. So they'd really oh. worn out. Oh, so they'd worn through and you could just... I was running naked. Also, yeah, I don't wear knickers. What, when you run? Yeah, it's quite liberating. I do like to wear pants when I run, I can't lie. <laughs> um, and what is like the theme of this episode this is new year new me Mm. are you a new year new me kind of gal i am yeah i always write myself a letter i like to give myself some pointers for the year okay what do you i mean is this like if you know if you ask someone what wish they made they shouldn't say the wish because it might not come true but could i ask you what your pointers might be well say last year i was like i'm gonna learn how to be a reformer pilates instructor and i did what is reformer pilates by the way so it's like a moving bed, so it puts you in the right positions for the Pilates movements. You can do mat, which is just on the floor, but then reformer pushes your body into the correct positions. Yikes. So it's like if you don't have the self-discipline to do it, it will do it for you. Yeah, it's basically a torture machine. You actually achieved your resolution last year. How can we do that? As in you set yourself a manageable goal. Yeah. A lot of my clients struggle from the all or nothing mentality. It's so easy to be kind of threatened by this idea, unrealistic idea of what you're going to become in the next month, two months, three months, this amazing body and you're going to be really smug. Because of the discrepancy between where you are and where you want to be, that limits the consistency of everything. It's like we don't want to be unrealistic. Yeah, and not making it scary for ourselves. Like Mm. just getting, I know you don't like me saying little, but a little run in every now and then. And building up, I always say to my clients, if you want to get into running, start with interval running. So running one minute, then walking one minute even, and then slowly build up the length of time that you're running, just so that it doesn't feel as daunting as I'm going to run for an hour. Yeah, I used to do that to myself. I'd be like, okay, Flora, you're going to run 10k now. And then I'd start really fast and be tired after one second. You used to sprint. I saw you do that. I also quite like doing the manifestation like pictures. Wait, you were saying that like I have any idea what you're talking about. Are you not into witchcraft? I am, obviously. But what are you talking about? It's like a mood board. Did you manifest anything in 2021? 
Yeah. So the reformer. A lot is coming back to the fact that you just filled in some application <laughs> form to be a reformer for Lardy's instructor. I don't know why I'm being coy now. I've just told you the told listeners that I don't wear knickers. I did try and manifest a Chanel bag, but I didn't get it. Oh, shit. Mm. In what way were you manifesting a Chanel bag? I don't know. It's just like putting it out there. Just telling people that you want it. Yeah. I'm going to think of something I want to manifest for this year. I'd like to manifest career stability. Okay. So what? how do I get that? I mean, if I could, I'm not a life coach, oh, but just write it down. What? So I just write career stability down. Are you sure? What, that you just write it down? Yeah. Yeah, write it down. Do I have to, like, say mantras? You just put it in a book. Okay, write it down, put it in a book, and go on a run. And it will come true. Well, the Chanel bag didn't come true. Yeah. So I'm a load of shit. Okay. <laughs> Great. So Lucy's going to start. For legal reasons, we can only play 30 seconds of each track. That's not our fault. But you can always listen to the tracks on a lovely playlist that we make. Well, here it is, my first song. So that was Easy Lover by Phil Collins and Philip Bailey. You don't look very... You, don't you, did, you, did, you didn't tell me what the song was before, but you said it was really famous. And I've never heard that oh, song before. How have you... This is like my favourite running song ever. I feel like I'm literally like, I haven't heard the national anthem or something. I love the 80s music because they're like, not even trying to be subtle. It's just so flamboyant and like amazing. I love the music. It's my favourite music. Really? Yeah. Because I thought funk was your favourite music. Is funk from the 80s? Funk and this is like late 80s. So it's like, I think disco is more like late 70s, 80s. Yeah, yeah, sure. We're not musicologists. We're just here to make sure you don't stop running. So, yeah, the reason why I chose that song is mostly because I think it's got really fast-paced beat. You kind of feel like... You're running towards something. It's a good motivational tempo. I will say I felt really motivated. And it reminded me of one of our other favourite themes, Disney, because Phil Collins did this Tarzan soundtrack. So I suddenly was like, ooh, is it Tarzan? Is it really bad I haven't heard of the song? I mean, I think that's really shocking, yeah. But, you know, you know more about Cher Lloyd than me. (laughs) So that had Phil Collins, who's obviously, like, famous, famous, and Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind & Fire. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, that's the reason why it sounds so good is because Philip Bailey is noted for his four octave vocal range. Oh, shit. And like not... he sings in falsetto as well. So that with Phil Collins was like a masterpiece. It's one of those songs where you feel like as you're running, you're kind of dancing at the same time. Mm, I did get that as a sense. Like the other day I was at the gym and... I was on the cross trainer and I was listening to Thriller and I was like, like as in the hips were moving to the side. Do you dance when you run? Yeah, a bit. I have to be careful. I choreograph in my head. But do you you noticeably dance when you run? 
like when you're walking along. No, I sometimes have to like, I, I have to like come back into myself and be like, you are in public. I think it gives people a lot of joy though to see someone dancing and running. Once I saw someone dancing and running by the, on the canal towpath. Was it nice? You know, it was one of those things that you had to get your head around. My immediate reflex was like, you'll stop it. This is London. We're recording in London and in London, everyone's famously incredibly antisocial. Although sometimes I think that's a myth. Anyway, we'll another podcast, another time. And then I was like, Flora, give her a break. She's probably expressing a, like, a real natural, joyful sentiment. When did you first hear the song? I had heard it before, but then that soundtrack from the assassination of Gianni Versace, which I would highly recommend to any of the listeners and you. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, the playlist. So that's what like brought it back into my memory. And Lucy, do you feel like you relate to the title Easy Lover? Am I an easy lover? No. No. Really high maintenance. You? I pretend to be an easy lover, but I repress a lot of the things that really bother me. That's like to my boyfriend the other day, I was like, I'm not passive aggressive. I'm not like hiding things like, yeah, everything's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to say it. If something annoys me, I'm going to say it. Yeah. What I find really annoying with men is when at the beginning, they they always think the new girl is like so chilled and the old one was so crazy. The cool girl. Yeah. The cool from Gone Girl. But they always think, oh, oh, my ex-girlfriend, like, she was so, like, difficult. Whereas, like, you, obviously someone that they're meeting on a first date who's just going to, like, never show any of their honest sides. You, you can just grab a pint with you. Like, we can just joke about Boris Johnson together and it's not a big deal. And then you have to, like, get to that six month, maybe a year mark where you're like, I'm not that. I'm not an easy lover. Yeah, you set your own boundaries. Yeah, and in many ways I'm crazier than your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And that's not my fault. It's the way I was born. (laughs) Probably is deeply my fault and I have loads of things I should be working on. (sighs) Mine is not famous, so (laughs) um, can I play it off your laptop? Um, (laughs) What? I was just searching in YouTube, like, for my song and then I saw in your recently searched, it said how to get rid of a hangover. I didn't see anything else, don't worry. But I can just imagine you so hungover just trying to get a YouTuber to <laughs> yeah, explain. It's like, what are you going to find? Like, you know the answer. Go back in time and don't drink. Also, you probably shouldn't, yeah. Just, like, have a couple less margaritas. You think there's going to be a YouTuber being like, okay, so what you didn't realise is there's a shortcut that if you press Control-Shift-S, you feel fine. It resets your entire body. Yeah. Weirdly, quite a good hangover cure. Running? Again, sorry yeah. to come back wow. to that. Wow, it, it is. It, it's... For me, it's more like it's a mental hump that you got over. So you're like, if I can do that, then I can kind of do anything. Yeah, I feel the same with cleaning. Mm. We've said this before. And washing, hygiene is important on a hangover. Fucking hell, so important. But also stewing in your own filth. There's a time and a place for that. Um, I love it. Thanks, Lucy. That was good puss. And I'm not talking about Lucy not wearing her leggings or no, her pants by, I want to pronounce it Cobra, but it could equally be Cobra. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that artist. Cobra with an H at the end, all capital letters. I'd put it on a running playlist, like out of sort of like, oh, I recently heard that song and I think I liked it. Absentmindedly, you could say. And then it came on at a really crucial moment where I was like, I might stop, actually. 
And then it was like, ah, I just want to get... You know what it's reminding me of a bit? Work, bitch. Mm-mm. You need that, like, energy boost almost. Yeah, it gets you very intensely focused. It's dark. It's about female pleasure. Oh, nice. Which the writer Cobra said in an interview because I was researching her because I work hard for this podcast. She said that sometimes she feels songs about female pleasure are written off as flippant or silly or jokey. Mm-hmm. Because obviously it is quite jokes to talk about vagina. And naturally you do laugh. But why should that be any less legitimate than a song about a bird in springtime or champagne in the VIP area? And puss in Swedish means kiss. Oh, that's a really interesting thing because she's Swedish. Maybe she just means good kiss. Yeah. I'm going to sound really cool right now, so watch out. But I actually discovered her when I went to a Charlie XCX concert in 2021. And she was the support act. Yeah, so I now come across as very intimidating to you. You think I'm, I should just put on some Ray-Bans, but she was there and she was cool. And I, uh, that song stood out to me and she was wearing all BDSM outfits on stage. She looked really good. She was like really pale, really curvy and looked so sexy. And her hair was like Malfoy white, mm-hmm. but then had just like fetishy like whips and stuff. At school, she was, like, really into metal. Mm. And then she kind of took, like, the metal energy and used it with, like, electronic and, like, pop music. She just became this really, like, intense, like, dark figure that was also really sexy and really fun. Yeah, it's a lot darker than anything I've heard of kind of Swedish pop. Yeah, it's not like Britney Spears. No. Although I'd say a lot of Britney's lyrics are quite dark. It's almost, like, makes you feel like you're a robot running. Mm, mm. Like, it's like, I'm a machine. Nothing can stop me. No, exactly. I really, really like that song. Also, can I just say a side note? Yeah. Didn't your Swedish grandma once say that, like, if you don't wash, it's, like, really good? I think you've made that up. Basically, <laughs> I'm trying to shoehorn in that. Sorry that you're in a small room, but I haven't washed for a while. But, like... I did feel like there was some sort of strange scent. But then a, f- a friend told me that my skin is really soft. And I do think it's because, like, the natural oils are, like, hanging around. Didn't the Victorians wash once a year? A year? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really like that song, Flora. Thank you. I'm really glad you liked it. Over to you, Lucy, for your next song. Oh, also, it's about having a good vagina. Yeah, I think we, we got that. Run the track, run the track, run the run. My next song is a bit of a slower one, but very famous. I'm sure you've heard of it. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> Probably haven't. Teach them how to smash you So that was Doja Cat Freak. My first email address was freak678 at hotmail.com. Freak678. Is that why you chose it? No. Yeah, so that originally came out in 2018 when she was a massive TikTok, famous TikToker. She was a massive TikTok. That sounds like an insult. But it didn't make it through into like Spotify and iTunes and everything because it didn't clear copyright wise. Because the reason why you kind of probably recognise the backing track is that it's two samples. One is Put Your Head on My Shoulder by Paul Anker. 
and also, which I can't hear, so if we have any really good music listeners on the pod, there's also Milkshake by Khalees. Oh, really? Um, as a sample within the song, which I can't hear. I don't know if or you can... Or is it like the bass line or yeah, something? Yeah, maybe it's the like bass or something. Mm. So that's why it wasn't cleared for like two years and then it was re-released in 2020. It's quite a nice follow-on from your Puss Puss. Good Puss, actually. Good Puss, because it's encompasses... Encompasses? Encompasses. No, no, no. I loved encompasses. <laughs> encompasses. Female sexual... So are we really horny? Because all our songs... Are like, I think it's this time of year, though. What, January? I have a theory. <laughs> because we're... One, also, I chose it because I feel like it kind of sounds like post-party period as well. Like, Wait, what? You say that like that's normal. As in, like, don't you think that 1960s, 50s oh, feel... Oh, even song... when you get your period post a party. Oh, no, I mean... Just... As in, like, it feels like fun and sparkly kind of post-Christmas period. Oh, okay. But at the same time, I find Christmas quite sordid and sexual. Okay, this is is a next level up because how is Christmas sexual? Because I feel like people pretend it's like tinsel. Yeah. But actually, deep down. But it's, I mean, not to get all Sigmund Freud on you, but you are spending a lot of time with your family over Christmas. Yeah, that's true. You want to cuddle up close to someone? Not necessarily. I'm making it really sexual. Not a brother or a sister, but... (laughs) No, I know what you mean. It's like work's over. But I associate Christmas a lot with like gorging and being too tired to even move the red wines in your system. Yeah, but don't you think it like is part of that hedonistic state of mind? I'd say New Year's more sexual for me. It's more like it's 12 midnight, who will I kiss? Whereas Christmas is like the Grinch is on. I'm falling asleep. I have a distant relative playing Scrabble nearby. Okay. To me, that doesn't sound sexual. But to you, it does. And that's okay. And also, I feel like I wanted similar to, I'm guessing, how you felt. But the reason why I chose the song as well is because I quite want the listeners, while on their run now, wherever you are, to kind of get that real, like, confidence. Like, yeah, I am a freak. Ooh, okay. So we're going to empower them at, in the, at the three-quarter mark. Yeah. As in, like, I'm a running freak? Yeah. I really want you to sort of contextualise in what sense you mean the word freak. That whole, like, you're being honest with, you're being true to yourself. Everyone is freak, a freaky little thing. Like, on your dating profile, you should just be like, I'm a freak. Mm. Don't expect nothing less. But how do you feel about that? Like, how honest do you think people should be on dating apps? Because I've, some of my friends have sent screenshots of, like, someone being like, I'm in an open relationship, if you're cool with that. Open relationship's quite normal. Uh, Yeah, no, no, it is. But I mean, like, as in... Putting a lot of information out there. Oh, like, I've been with this man for a while and he bores me. Mm. No, that's not that freaky. I think it depends on the app because there's that field app that is kink-centric. And I don't think it would be particularly weird to put anything crazy on there. Mm. I think what would be more open would be to put, like, what you're actually like in a relationship in your profile. To be like, if you don't text me back in a few hours I will probably scream and cry mm. I don't well, know if you should put that in your profile and also one of my maybe a worst, picture of you with a dog one of my worst is if someone goes I'm not looking for I don't know like the typical oh I'm trying to think of what would be really annoying I'm not looking for a girl that takes a selfie and expects me to reply you can see there's a lot of past arguments in those statements like they're saying I go, I go out with the boys and you better accept that because they've had 10,000 hours of arguments with their ex-girlfriends about that. That's so true. And it makes me feel maybe they're just not over her or they still have a lot of work to do on themselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should hit up, run the track, do some running. 
find some inner peace. Reset, rebrand like we are. I think dating apps are a necessary evil and actually it's okay to just be really generic on the profile because it's all about the chat and it's all about the first date. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you want to experiment with being so crazy and honest, but it's like, give yourself a chance. Just say you like avocados. Yeah. Also, I will say Doja Cat is a bit of a freak in her personal branding. I really like the way that she's just so out there. Yeah, she's she's hot, but she's not like her song that was just like the cow that goes moo. Did you see on the MTV Awards when she dressed as a chicken? No, but I see it in my mind. Yeah. She kind of reminds me of Nicki Minaj in that she like does the theatrical voice. You can feel the expression when she raps and like when she sings. She's kind of doing like a baby voice and then it's a bit harsher. And Does she ever do the British accent of Nicki Minaj? No, she doesn't. That would be too much of a copycat. Copyright, yeah. I'm copying Nicki Minaj right now with my voice. Like, Doji, you've already copied, you've sampled two songs. You can't also... Oh, but everyone samples. Yeah. Sorry, we're going to have a fight now. <laughs> Brick a brack. This is, with any luck, a less horny song, but seeing as you can make Christmas horny, I, I wouldn't put it past you. But thanks for bringing my family into that, by the Sorry, way. Sorry, yeah, no. I meant the family, like, generically. I didn't mean... To be fair, we made my older sister a Pulp Fiction-themed birthday and I went as the gimp with my family. Yeah, I, I think Sigmund Freud would spend a nice amount of time with you <laughs> getting some quite clear evidence of his theories. That was Miley Cyrus with Party in the USA. Oh, I really like that song. It's a real good feel-good. It's a feel-good. I think it's one of those... It's a club classic. It's a club classic, and it's one of those songs that's so cheesy but, like, excellent that people excuse the cheese. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of people's... I hate this phrase, but it's a guilty pleasure. I don't like the phrase guilty pleasure because I think it is a reflection of a society that is limited in its thinking, that they would categorise some things as guilty. We should just accept that Party in the USA is a great track. Yeah. It lifts everyone up. I saw Miley Cyrus at Glastonbury. We were going to her set on the pyramid stage at Worthy Farm. And then like the sun was coming out. We thought we were going to miss it, but we got there in time. We got through the crowd. We found a space. My friend handed me a beer. And then Party in the USA started just as I, it's such a clear memory. And it was like, I've done the plane. And I was like, I'm here. And I know that some of the old rockers running around will be like, Glastonbury's meant to be about Billy Bragg and Metallica and that's it. But Miley Cyrus was a welcome addition in that moment. I always think that with music, like, has that just happened throughout time? We're going to be the same. As in, when we're older, we'll be like, music was just stopped. It just isn't the same anymore. Yeah, I think we will. We'll be like, do you remember Britney Spears? TikTok music. That was proper music. To be fair, though, I don't know how it can go any more, any further than WAP. 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 No, no, WAP. I, oh, I think we can go further. I think we've found two songs already that go further than WAP. <laughs> <laughs> but Party in the USA, I think, is a happy medium. Yeah. What do you think of Miley? Really like her voice. Yeah. It's nice. It's like husky. Yeah. Okay, thoughts, um, Freud. What do you think of her dad? <laughs> Billy Ray. Really like him as well. Old Town Road. 
yeah, this is, oh, here's something. I find the lyrics of Party in the USA slightly ingenuous because she's like, what am I doing here? I'm in Hollywood. I'm just this random girl. And it's like, no, you're on a TV show starring your dad. Like she didn't live in California. Like she is from Nashville, but I don't believe that she's naive to Hollywood. I think she was on the Disney Channel. She sees the Hollywood sign that, yeah, she's seen it her whole life. She came out the womb. She came out the womb. As a star. As a star, yeah. So, but here's an interesting fact as well. It was an originally written by Jesse J. For, Je- oh, uh, by. for by Jesse J for Jesse J in one of her first ever writing sessions when she was signed to Universal. And then she was like, I just don't feel like it's me. So I think they did adapt a lot of the lyrics to Miley. But for me, they adapted it to her persona of what she is or like her Hannah Montana persona. Whereas actually, I think if Miley was singing honestly about Hollywood, she'd be like, I've got another meeting. I'm always in a meeting. My dad got me this meeting. It's great that I've got a really good voice. I had sex with that production assistant twice. Like, she knows Hollywood. I think Hollywood's so funny how it's, like, perceived before you go. And then when you go, you're like, yeah, it's kind of, it's fine, but... Oh, yeah, because you went with your family. We were so basic. We stayed on Sunset Boulevard. That's not basic. No, obviously it's really nice. That's cool. No, yeah, I mean, it's not basic at all. It's really cool. That part of it, I was like, I thought it would be something that it... Mm, wasn't I think that is the Hollywood journey like in this song Miley the all the persona of what Miley is trying to present herself to be is excited yeah whereas I think if we met her character towards the end of her journey Mm. it would be like I didn't make as much money as I thought it's lonely I don't have any friends Hollywood is a bygone era if it ever even did exist it doesn't exist now there's a really bad homelessness problem yeah but yeah this is her like literally stepping off the plane so she has every right to be excited No, I really like it as a song, and I love her. She went a bit south when she started doing a lot of cultural appropriation and, like, dressing as a baby. I think the general public maybe has forgiven her those sins. I think that's quite common, though, with child stars to go through a bit of a a patch. Mm, mm, I agree. Also, a lot of people played it when Joe Biden was elected. Oh, that's nice. They were like, it's a party in the USA. Well, depends what your political opinion is. Trump 2024. Could be. But I liked seeing that happen because it showed she's celebrating Biden and that is her full conversion to the blue state mentality. She's gone from the Nashville mentality to blue state and now she's full lib, loving Biden. Interesting to know that Miley is a Biden fan. Yeah, that is very interesting. Thank you for that, Flora. Of course, that's pre-pulling out of Afghanistan. Anyway, we we can keep this (laughs) up. I always get like blown away by America's like confidence. Like when you meet people, they're just so confident. Mm. But maybe we should try and channel that for the run. Like, it's fine. It's fun. You actually managed to do a bit of running today. You deserve a pat on the back. Yeah, it's really like that. It's just really cool to run. Like this is the harshest time of the year. Mm. But also I think because it's kind of dark, you can kind of like doing your own thing you don't see people as much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like just make some like nice self-improvements yeah it's like the hibernation period exactly Bum has crack. so how are you feeling as well as a runner like that's what's really fascinating now I think as I always say this to my clients at the end of exercise or running if I run with them or anything that I do reformer pilates anything is to 
really like check in with yourself now compared to like at the beginning, you know, you just got out the door and now look at how feel the feeling that you feel. Those endorphins will be rushing through your body. You'll be feeling smug. You've done something for your body. Yes. You've served your temple. Exactly. Like your song, The Cobra, your body is a machine. It's amazing and it's gorgeous and divine. So we need to look after them. Yeah, and you've done that. And all you needed to do was get out the door and you did it. You don't need to be a marathon runner. You don't need to be Usain bloody bolt. No. You just need to not have sat on that sofa for the last half an hour. Exactly. And also I do know that a lot of people listen to this podcast not running. Yeah, and that's also fine. That No. The point is we want to encourage you that maybe next time this has inspired you to run. If you're pouring a glass of wine, no. that's absolutely fine. I'm joking. Um, yeah. You have wine at the end of the run. Yeah. Because you've done something really fucking good for yourself. Maybe you can stop now and just give yourself a round of applause. Like look at someone who's walking past you and just go <laughs> and like smile to yourself. And they'll be like, are you okay? And you're just like, yeah, I did I actually run. am fine. I'm really good. I'm, I'm better than good. Run. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.